Gwalior Kila is the great fort of Gwalior. Stretched across the long and narrow hill, locally known as Kopagiri, this was one of India's commutative status. Gwalior has been in rise and fall of kings and conquerors of ancient Hindu dynasty, Turks, Afghans, Mughals, Marathas, and the British. No other fort in India has seen more rulers. The Maratha Sindhian dynasty grew in late 18th century. Under them, Gwalior state extended 60,000 kilometers. They helped the fort to British protect to it until India's independence. The fort's origin is unclear. Only myths and legends survive. The recorded history of Gwalior goes back 1300 years. Among its early constructions are 17th to 15th century Jain cave temples of colossal 58 foot idols of Adina, the first Jain devta, is among many rock sculptures. The Gwalior Fort is an architecture of mass stretches to almost 2.5 kilometers long. The average width is just under 1 kilometer. The ramparts are built on cliffs which emerged paths near vertical. Gwalior Fort is also one of most historical building of India. The first Mughal emperor called Babur called the fort pearl in the necklace of forts of India. The fort's splendor chose much of the palace within like Man Mandir famous for his intricate tile work. It was built in 1486 by one of the Gwalior British rulers Tomar Rajput Raja Pan Singh. But with the invasions of Turks, Pathans, Afghans and then the Mughals, the fort required the sinister dimensions. The story of Man Mandir is a story of contrast. From the outside, so beautiful. But when you walk down those stairs inside, it's dingy, it's dark. Your eyes are not adjusted. Its dim interiors held dark secrets, hidden passageways to send it into hell of political prison. What really went on in these prisons? You know, I mean, you can literally hear the screams. Many potential threats to the Mughal throne were sent to the dungeons of the Gwalior Fort. Close relatives, even the brothers of the Mughal, were exiled to these hell holes. Absolute power demanded absolute ruthlessness. A prisoner's fate in medieval times was weak. the conditions were horrific but a little chance to release or escape time would stretch in the medieval jail beings and means were employed to knock contenders out of the succession race Force feeding daily doses of opium was Mughal's favorite. Some would spend years lying in a drug in these stupor, incapable of any planning 
of screaming. The invades may have been truly beautiful, but in captivity memories of their once charmed life, play of pleasure and love would slowly fade like a distant dream. Meanwhile, in the pleasure palaces and grand halls, those who enjoyed favor carried on are by its pomp and glory. The spectacular buildings in and around the Raja Mahal Singh's palace house the royals. Within the fort wall are some of the finest architecture in the country. A celebration of the best of Indian masonry and stone carving, but hidden from admiring eyes, horrors once lived. Under the Mughals, the elegant halls beneath the Man Mandir Palace were converted to terrifying torture chambers. It is believed that the prisoners were hung from these iron rings, but that was the beginning of the amending nightmare. Mughal torture methods were created, and on occasions they needed in the services for specialists. Being closely related to the king was not always a good thing. It often brought pain, a lot of pain. To eliminate the contender from the succession race without killing him was tough, but they well weighed. And deep in the dungeons, no one heard his screams.